Welcome to the Your Turn to Fly podcast. This is the place where we help empty nesters rediscover passion and purpose in their next season of life. I'm your host, Thor Chalgren, founder of the Your Turn to Fly community, and I'm so glad that you're here. Every week, we'll be interviewing parents and experts, bringing you inspiring stories, insights, and practical advice so that you can move forward, find fulfillment, and make the next chapter in life your best one yet. Let's do greater things together. Welcome to today's show. In this episode, I'm going to do a recap of my previous episode, my interview with Lauren and Pamela of the Feng Shui Collective. Lauren and Pamela are a mother-daughter team who brought their own unique talents together to form the Feng Shui Collective, where they help people discover how Feng Shui, which is the intentional design of your living space, can invite and cultivate positive and transformative energy into your life. In this episode, I'm going to share with you my top three takeaways from my conversation with them. As an empty nester parent, it's important to be intentional about the design of your life. And it's not always easy. If you would like some encouragement and support in this transition in your life, this is something that I specialize in. I am a certified life coach, and I work with parents just like you. If you're in that season of life, I'd love to talk with you about what's next for you. I reserve a few sessions each week for free discovery calls where we can talk about you and your next adventure. Just go to discover.yourturntofly.com and schedule that free call. That's discover.yourturntofly.com. Okay, my first big takeaway from the interview with Lauren and Pamela of the Feng Shui Collective was the idea of how we can practically apply the idea of Feng Shui to our living space. First, as a recap, as they shared, Feng Shui means wind and water. So wind is what you can't see, it's intention. And water is what you can see. It's matter. So you're bringing intention to matter. As Lauren said, you can use feng shui to invite and cultivate positive energy into your life. Pamela said, you're using feng shui to create the change that you want to see in your life. So we were talking about how do you do this? And I'm thinking that you have to approach feng shui for your entire home and that if your entrance isn't in the right place, it won't work. So why bother trying, right? That's one of those things that I think people take to something like feng shui is it seems complicated. So they they assume it's not right for them. Like if my door is in the wrong place, there's nothing I can do. So why bother trying? But in this interview, they shared a new perspective, new to me anyway, which is something uh, called a Bagua map. Basically, a Bagua map is it's like a three by three grid where there are nine squares in this grid, and each square identifies a different energy center. And each of those nine squares relates to a different aspect of your life, like 
health or wealth, career, relationships, love. So you basically take this Bagua map and you lay it over the top of your living space, your house. And it then suggests how to align those areas to the life aspect that you want to enhance. So before our conversation, I thought this would approach would only apply to your entire home. But Pamela and Lauren said, you can also apply it to individual rooms. And you do that by aligning the bottom of the map. So imagine if I'm holding the map here, this is the bottom. You hold that to the wall where your room entrance is. So if my room entrance was, is here, then the map, it gets overlaid on that and it lays out according to that. So my takeaway from this is if you have, say, a home office, for instance, you can use the Bagua map to align your room to the parts of your life that you want to accentuate. So if you think about the room, that room can have different energy centers where you have the potential to maximize that energy center for whatever area is important. By the way, also, they said if you want a free copy of their Bagua map, which they use, and I'm going to spell Bagua, B-A-G-U-A, B-A-G-U-A, you can direct message them, DM them at Feng Shui Collective on Instagram. So that was my first takeaway was you can use Feng Shui, not just for your whole house, but for individual rooms. My second takeaway was on that same topic of working from home, which is something a lot of us do now, and the importance of partitioning your space. We talked about how a lot of homes have multi-use rooms now. You might have a great room in your house, or maybe your living room is serving multiple purposes. Maybe that's where the kids do homework or where you do Zoom calls or maybe your home office even. Their point was to think about partitioning those areas to create individual spaces based on the function that it serves. Pamela was especially adamant about avoiding working in your sleep space if possible, or at least partitioning off your work part of your bedroom from where you sleep. Point being, you don't want to have a view of your desk or your office space when you wake up from your bed. And by the way, this partitioning doesn't have to be permanent either. If you only need a workspace for a couple of hours, then you can move things in, move things out. Same with homework. So it doesn't, you don't have to think of this as a permanent space. It can be a temporary space, but the point is you're intentional about it. One other interesting point we talked about on this partitioning subject was how you can use things that you already have to decorate areas of your home. As Pamela said, you're essentially going shopping in your own home, meaning use what you already have, but place it in a new place if it's better in that new location. So maybe you have a picture that's in one area of your house, but honestly, it'd be better in, say, the romance center of your house. So you take it from one location, move it to the other. So you're sort of moving around the pieces of decor that you already have and putting them in a new place to create the best, most intentional energy for that particular space in your home. I also loved the idea of how you can understand 
power of color and decor. Each of those energy centers on the Bagua map has a color associated to that energy. So by using color in the right place, you are enhancing the energy flow of that area. Same idea with decor. They gave an example of someone who wanted to increase romance in their life and find a partner. So in their bedroom, instead of having, say, a picture of a single person, maybe a picture of them, they would instead add pictures with pairs of people. So you're moving from the idea of one single, like if you're alone, that's that's the energy you're representing, to creating multiples, pairs of things, because that's the energy you're wanting to invite into your experience. So that idea of partitioning your home, that was my second big takeaway. My last takeaway came near the end of the conversation. And they were talking about something that you can do right now to increase the energy flow into our home. And I like this idea of something you can do right away because you could certainly go out and hire someone like Pamela and Lauren and the Feng Shui Collective to help you. And they're available to help consult online. They have courses, a lot of materials, and that can be very helpful. But that may be a process that takes time. Here's something they said you can do right now. And I'm not even going to make you listen to the episode to know what it is. (laughs) The thing you can do right now is to clear off the entryway to your home. Just freshen it up. So think about the front door where you walk into your home. What Pamela was suggesting was go there and clean that area up, freshen it up. So you might, there's dead plants leading up to the entryway of your house. Clear those out, bring in some new fresh plants, maybe change out your old dirty mat for a new clean one. Clean the windows. If you've got a light fixture there, clean that. The point is you are doing whatever you can to make that an inviting space. And the last point about this, and this is something I'm still kind of thinking about and mulling over in my mind as to whether I could do this, is Pamela suggests that we enter our home through our front door. Many of us, if we have, say, a garage space, we're used to getting out of the car in the garage and then going in, say, through the laundry room or whatever the adjacent room is to your garage. Pamela is saying, park your car exit your garage and enter your home through that front door because you're bringing, once you've enhanced that energy of the front door, you want to enter that home with that refreshed energy. So I'm going to really think about that for those instances where I can start to be intentional about entering my home with that refreshed energy. So that was my last takeaway. Something you can do right now, as soon as you're done listening to this, maybe this weekend, is look at your front entryway and ask, is there something I can do to increase the energy of that entry space in my home and then use it more intentionally? So those are my top three takeaways from my discussion with Lauren and Pamela of the Feng Shui Collective. I put their contact info into the show notes below, and our fuller conversation is in episode number 36. I hope you'll take a listen. There was a lot of great stuff in there, and I was only able to cover a few things today. 
As always, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Your Turn to Fly podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at yourturntofly.com forward slash blog. On social media, you can find me. I'm at Thor Chalgren. And please just share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, believe that you can do greater things still.